1: With Reverend Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley.
2: Hey there! Hey! <laughs> Happy summer! We're in the thick of it now, aren't we? Yes, we've made it through July 4th holiday, and we are maxing and relaxing into the summer, aren't we? Yep, yep, yep. And I'm so glad to be with you right now to connect in and to, as A Course of Miracles says, join together and extend the love. So let's do that with a blessing and a prayer. We begin that way each week, and I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath of love and gratitude with me as we give great thanks that we're not alone. We're never alone. We're always one with each other and one with the higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful and so thankful to recognize that perfect love is all that there is. Perfect love is all that we are. That we are already the Christ presence. That is our true nature. It's our true identity. And we're saying yes to a revelation of the Christ in our life, in our heart, in our mind. Becoming congruent with love in every aspect of our awareness. We invoke divine grace to remember the truth that sets us free in grace and in gratitude we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them in grace and gratitude we let it be and so it is amen 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 Mm. yes 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 oh my goodness (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Ah, so, I am so grateful for the teachings of A Course in Miracles. I become more and more grateful with every passing day. And I, I really... It's interesting that I, as I study more and more the, these teachings, I realized that long before I was studying A Course in Miracles, I had made the decision to live A Course in Miracles, and that I was willing to really change my mind about everything so that I could be free, and... One of the things that I've realized is just how successful I have been. Uh, as I've been sharing the last couple of weeks, I, I had a couple of weeks with my family, and uh, that really showed me. I had so many, if you will kind of memory flashbacks while I was staying with my brother and his family and my dad and his wife was there, my new stepmom, and um, I just consistently was reminded by the higher Holy Spirit self of how I used to think and how I used to behave when I was really much more trapped in the matrix. So I'm still waking up, and I am still remembering the truth of my life, the truth of my identity as a spiritual being, and I'm realizing how far I've come. And one of the things that I'm going to go back to and go over because uh, I, I just find that it's so beneficial and people will say oh I've heard you say that so many times but finally I heard it as if for the very first time I got it this time and uh, one of the things I encourage people to do who take my finding freedom class my masterful living classes they get all the audios from all the classes they get the videos and they get all the transcripts so I invite them to read and listen over and over and over again. Because it brings so much benefit to read and listen, read and listen over and over again. And uh, someone was just saying to me in class last week that they went back to one of the early classes and they were reading and listening and there was so much that they hadn't heard the first time around so this is just how we are in terms of our awareness and I can share with you that uh, and I may have shared this in the radio show I, I know I share it on a regular basis because I think it's really critical and I know that in the listening to the radio show that there are many spiritual practitioners and teachers and people who are studying to be Spiritual practitioners and teachers and study group leaders. And so I can tell you that uh, I was a spiritual student in my 20s is when I started to really study spirituality and uh, began attending services with Eric Butterworth at Unity in New York and Manhattan, services were at Lincoln Center, <clears throat> back there with Eric and Olga Butterworth. And that was my introduction to new thought. And um, I was in my mid-twenties, 25, 26 years old, when I started attending those services. And um, it was really right around the time that... Uh, I moved into a place of tremendous despair. So here's one thing I can tell you, one pattern, and we were talking about this in Masterful Living recently, uh, that there are these patterns... These negative patterns and uh, that we can really heal them. It seems like they are so strong, like they are our true identity, but it's not true. It's not true. And uh, I'm focusing on healing negative patterns because uh, I'm doing a workshop. That's coming right up, Healing Negative Patterns. Uh, You can find all the details at the events page on jenniferhadley.com. It's on uh, July 14th, Healing Negative Patterns. And uh, you'll be able to get the download afterward in the transcript. I used to feel this entrenchment in negative patterns... Like, literally, like, they, I was wrapped up in rubber bands. And, and, and not only that, but I was inside a prison cell of my own making, my thought system. I didn't understand that it was my thought system. I just knew that there was something wrong with me. I'm going to take a sip of my kombucha tea here. Yum. I just knew there was something wrong, and I thought it was me. I didn't realize, oh, yeah, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with your thinking, girl. You got this stinking thinking. So I didn't realize that in, in like, going to Sunday services at Lincoln Center, when I started to wake up, started to read Eric's books and read books by people like Shakti Gawain. I read Shirley MacLaine's Out on a Limb and uh, Shakti uh, shakti Gawain's Living in the Light, and Creative Visualization, and, uh, gosh, I forget all the books I read back then. Um, hmm. Yeah, you know all the classics, I was reading them back then. So, because they were new books then, a lot of them. <laughs> so, Uh, And they were helping me, but what I didn't really get from those books, and it may well be because I couldn't see it, but it's the teaching that Course of Miracles does so well. It's the identification with the ego versus the identification with the spirit. And so the negative patterns are the ego thought system. So, when we're identified with the ego and we think we're a body, having this little life, then we have a whole series of... uh, It's a very complex web of negative thought patterns. And I think it's really helpful to understand this. That, for instance, if one has a thought like... There's something wrong with me. That was the thought I had. There's something wrong with me. I didn't know what it was, but I knew there was something wrong with me. I believed it so strongly. I had so much evidence. Where did that belief come from? I don't know. Does it matter? No, of course it doesn't matter. All that matters was I was so invested in it. So, uh, what I remember is from a very young child, very young child, literally, because I've done the work, I, I know I had that thought when I was in the crib before I could even walk. I had the thought, there's something wrong with me. And what I started doing even at that age of a baby, because I've done all this regression work, all this deep excavation work and really to liberate myself from these false beliefs. And back in the day, back when I was in my 20s and in my 30s, I was really digging out the false beliefs and looking to tell them the truth, to expel them, to bring them to the light. And then when I was in the practitioner training and in the ministerial training at agape and at the holmes institute i was still doing that work right this is the main crux of the teachings of new thought that it's done into you as you believe all thinking produces form at some level and if you'd like to have a different experience, think a different thought. So new thought, have a new thought. And what I realized was uh, right around the time I, I was f- completing my ministerial studies, I started to... Well, in ministerial school, I started to yearn and hunger for a mystical understanding that was not being taught to me in school. There, Here I am taking year after year after year after year after year of classes uh, with some of the best teachers around in new thought, right? And yet, where is the class in mysticism? Where is the class in that real direct? connection and perception and clarity and I wasn't finding him. And I also was noticing that all of the teachers around me, none of them seemed really interested in pursuing that profound mystical understanding and connection. I didn't see people talking about it. It didn't seem like something people around me were interested in. And so, one of the patterns that I identified in my awareness was, even with my spirituality, it was about an intellectual approach to spiritual awakening. Spiritual awakening is not an intellectual game. The person who knows the most about spirituality and spiritual teachings is not the one who wins. (laughs) No, the one who wins, and winning is really only reaching the atonement, what A Course in Miracles calls the atonement, which is the full realization that there is no separation, there never was, you're not separate. The full realization of the truth of your identity is that you are one with God. God. That you are the Christ Presence and you always have been and you always will be. That is the atonement. I did not have one class or one teacher talking about having a full realization of the Christ Presence as being something that was on their bucket list, right? They they want to go to Italy. They they want to, uh, I don't know, I, I don't even know. And not to judge them, but see, this is what I was attracting and manifesting this was what I was making in my world because my thought pattern was whoever has the most intellectual knowledge wins so that was the system that I was in because that's what I was looking with that was where my attention was I was in the negative thought pattern of an intellectual approach to my spirituality and then finally i was like what no i'm going for the whole thing i am interested in waking up i desire to live as the christ presence and know the christ presence as my true identity nothing less will satisfy me i'm going for it but i kept it a secret I kept it a secret because I really thought if I tell people about this, they're going to say, oh, honey... Honey, you do not have what it takes to have a full realization of the Christ Presence. What are you talking about? But you see, again, this is the projection of my mind operating in my mind. Because I was still working with, there's something wrong with me. I don't have what it takes. And this is the dominant thought pattern, the negative thought pattern of all humanity, And I am interested in busting that sucker up and... Tearing it down in my own mind and sharing the benefits with everyone. And this is exactly why I teach the classes I teach. This is why I teach Finding Freedom, Living a Course in Miracles, Masterful Living. All these classes are designed, including this workshop this weekend on Sunday, which is online. It's on the phone. You can participate either way. And you can also just sign up and get the download and the transcript later. Uh, it's my intention to do it on live stream and to do the, offer the class, uh, again this Sunday. Also, by the way, the class is totally free. It's a $44 class, but it's totally free if you purchase one of the Living a Course in Miracles, uh, gold or platinum packages. So, it be, it's a bonus with the Living a Course in Miracles gold and platinum packages. So, if you already bought one of those bonus Bonus! And the gold package is $87. You get all 16 Living A Course in Miracles classes, plus three bonuses. One from Colin Tipping, one from Gary Renard, and one from me. And mine is this Healing Negative Patterns Workshop this Sunday. So you can check out all that on my website. It's time for me to go to a break. My website is jenniferhadley.com. You can learn about Living A Course in Miracles at miraclescom And I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles at Unity Online Radio, where we are dedicating our...
0: You are listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. To support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Your contribution helps us broadcast messages of love and inspiration throughout the world.
3: Your soul wants five things. Your soul will thank you.
0: Do you think you know all you want to know about the characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women... The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Rev. Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from a historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of this lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific. 3 p.m. Eastern and power up your life only at Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles. Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love,
2: Walking the Talk. So, in the Cause and Effect section, Chapter 2, Section 7, begins right away with, You May Still Complain About Fear but you nevertheless persist in making yourself fearful. And that was one of the things I realized was holy moly, I have got this pattern of just terrorizing myself constantly. And I literally had trained my mind To be as judgmental as possible. I know that sounds crazy. But I was so identified with the ego that I really, 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 truly believed that my judgments protected me from other people's judgments. I had no idea that my judgments were actually attracting to me more and more judgment. So when I I first read the cause and effect section in Chapter 2 of the text of A Course in Miracles, it was a lightning bolt in my mind. It was so clear to me, so, so beautiful and so clear to me. So I'm going to share some of that with you because... I, I was sharing in the last segment that uh, I really realized that there's so much healing in these negative patterns that we can accomplish that there's just tremendous healing available to us if we're willing to go for it, if we're willing to accept it, if we're willing to call it forth and to allow it. And that's up to us, and it's a moment-by-moment choice. So I became determined to liberate myself from this belief that there was something wrong with me. And I became determined to liberate myself from this intense habit of judging that was absolutely clogging my mind and ruining, destroying my life and my happiness. I, I lived in a constant state of defending myself. I lived in a constant state of protecting myself, being prepared for attack, constantly, constantly, constantly. And it's, I'm so aware now, especially with the months of traveling that I've been doing. Uh, traveling, you know, all through Europe and around the United States, uh, that and staying in all kinds of people's homes and hotels and different situations, constantly changing, that I feel totally comfortable in constant change. That is huge for me because. I can honestly say that for years, change was so threatening for me. I was constantly looking to keep everything the same, you know? And like everybody else, I have my routines. So I have my routines and what I like to eat and what I like to drink and what I, where I like to sleep, how I like to sleep, when I like to sleep. All these things, I have the things that I like right? Like we all do. And for me, it's been a journey for many years now to identify and release any attachment to having it be the way I like. So, this was a wonderful thing because, uh, for instance, in England, I couldn't get the tea I liked. So, I couldn't drink the tea I liked. I thought I would be able to have Amazon.com deliver me my tea the way I. I, oops, I liked it so I placed an order to arrive there and uh, Amazon.com said yeah it's going to arrive weeks later what and they don't have it in the store okay I will try other teas so I just immediately thought okay great now I am essentially being forced to try other things and that's good that's good because of my own volition I might not because I kind of like what I like, as many people do. But I found, oh, I actually can be absolutely just as happy drinking this other tea. Yeah, I prefer my tea, but I don't need it, and I don't want it, and I don't crave it, and nothing is bad or wrong. But I can tell you, it's not that many years ago that I would have complained each day that I had to drink this other tea that I didn't like as much. I would have told everybody my sad tale about not being able to get my tea. And what's up with Amazon.com in the UK? How come you can't get things, you know, why is my Prime not Prime in the UK? What? What? Why is it not working? Why is my Netflix not working in the UK? Why is this not working? You know, and... I, I do have to say, I did kind of think, really, why can't they drive on the other side of the road? Just, like, make a commitment. Everybody on the planet, let's all drive on the same side of the road. Make it easy for everybody. But I have no attachment to it. I'm not complaining about it. And as you may know, I got into a car accident right after I picked up my rental car. But, you know, it didn't go bad. And I, I had my ego battle with it. With that rental car uh, experience of being hit, because the ego immediately wanted to say it 's not my fault. I had my blinker on, I was doing the right thing, she was passing me on the wrong side it 's her fault, and I just watched how the ego really wanted to get in there about that that car accident it 's not my fault it 's not my fault it 's not my fault it 's her fault it 's her fault it 's her fault. It's her fault. And so, of course, I know the lesson. If I defend myself, I'm attacked. So it became a perfect way for me to deepen my spiritual practice. And so for a couple of days, it kept coming up. And I just, I realized, oh, here's the thing to say to the ego. Ego, I'm taking total responsibility for everything in my life, including this car accident I'll tell the facts of what happened, and I'm also going to tell the rental car people, it's my responsibility. I'm taking total responsibility. And the ego kind of didn't know what to say to that. The ego was like, what? 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 It was really, the ego became overwhelmed. Total, what? A total responsibility for a car accident? What? What? And it came up a, a couple more times, and I just said, I am totally responsible for everything in my life, including this car accident. And my liberation depends on my taking responsibility. I'm taking total responsibility. So when I return the car, because I'm intent on healing these negative patterns of blaming other people and thinking that there is another person on this planet when there's only one, only one in um I think I shared it last week, uh, the, um, uh, yes, the responsibility for sight. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. I am responsible responsible for what I see. I choose the feelings I experience, and I decide upon the goal I would achieve. And everything that seems to happen to me, I ask for and receive as I have asked. Page 448 Chapter 21, Section 2, The Responsibility for Sight. The world you see is but the idle witness that you were right. The Holy Spirit can give you faith in holiness and vision to see it easily enough. But you have not left open and unoccupied the altar where the gifts belong. So here's the thing is we can have tremendous faith. We can have total faith. We can have unobstructed, unshakable faith. However, we have to clear the altar in order for the Holy Spirit to lay it on us. The Holy Spirit is our true identity. I am the Christ. I am the Holy Spirit. I am that I am. In order for us to recognize our magnificence, we must take responsibility for the world we see. I am responsible for what I see. I choose the feelings I experience and I decide upon the goal I would achieve. And everything that seems to happen to me I ask for and receive as I have asked. So I walked into that car rental place determined to completely undo the negative pattern of shirking responsibility. And one of the first things I said was, I got in a car accident, and I'm claiming total responsibility for it. I don't really know what happened. Here are the facts, and I'm just taking responsibility for it and the people in the car rental were just like okay here's the paperwork let's fill out the paperwork let's they didn't even need to look at the car they didn't even care seriously so i did all that gave them all the paperwork and everything and then a few weeks later uh back in the usa i got a letter from the company saying i was absolved of all responsibility for the car accident yes yeah, see It just proves it. I love it. I love it. It's a perfect demonstration. But you see, you can't just do this with words. You can start with words. Words are symbols, right? Course in Miracles tells us words are symbols of symbols because everything in the world is symbolic. And so words are symbols that represent the symbols in this world, including how we feel and what we think. So... (laughs) I just love it. It's the perfect demonstration. Girl, it's like my own higher Holy Spirit self saying to me, you totally took responsibility. You didn't just say it. You felt it. You, in your gut, you said, I am owning this. I am owning this. And you know what? I'll even share this with you in terms of breaking up and busting up the negative patterns. I had this feeling in my gut. That I had had for a long time, and I'm telling you, 20 years, that if I ever drove a car in England, I would get into a car accident. And I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead anyway. But you know what I didn't do? I didn't sit down and dissolve that thought that belief so what happened i get the car immediately i get into a car accident but then it gives me this opportunity to heal this negative pattern about shirking responsibility it was so in my face the ego was just screaming at me so here i was right after the accident trying to get back to my little cottage whew, my place of safety and just get that car parked in the yard and i'm i got so lost For like 90 minutes, I'm driving around these roundabouts, totally freaked out on a certain level, like, I don't know what I'm doing. At the same time, like, I know it's going to be fine. I'm not going to get in another accident. I'm safe. I'm safe where I am. It's safe for me. It's safe for me now. I'm safe. It's safe for me. I'm getting home easily and gracefully. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. Right? So I worked out all stress about driving on the other side of the road in 90 minutes. (laughs) And I didn't really have any pretty much for the rest of the trip, the next two weeks or whatever it was. (sighs) So I'm sharing with you my learning. Take total responsibility. You can heal these negative patterns. And that's what I'm going to share about in the workshop on Sunday. Sunday, July 14th. You can sign up for it at jenniferhadley.com. It's right there on the events page. And as I said before, if you're part of the livingacourseofmiracles.com community, then you can uh, um, get it uh, as a bonus gift when you purchase the gold or the platinum Uh, And I also would like to share with you something we're doing at livingacourseinmiracles.com, which is we are now open for business with study group listings. So we are opening up the study group listings and the events calendar. So big expansion at livingacourseinmiracles.com. You can list a study group. If you have one, please list it there. It's a total free listing. And if you're interested in starting a study group, we are offering you support at com. So we, we just did our first uh, study group support call. It's in the archive. You're going to find it so helpful. We're, we're also inviting successful study group leaders to mentor people who would like to start a study group so that we can all get lots of support. Isn't that wonderful? Study group leaders are so helpful, and they like to be truly helpful. And you can get all kinds of help at com. I invite you to check it out. And going back to Healing Negative Patterns, the Law of Cause and Effect, this section was so helpful to me when I first came to it because I had been studying A Course in Miracles and I had been studying the law of cause and effect for many, many years, right? That's one of the fundamental thought, new thought teachings is the law of cause and effect. It's done unto you as you believe and that your thinking produces your life experience. Wow. I thought I understood the law of cause and effect. I really did. But I had an experience, a very visceral experience with uh, my teacher, Venerable Dehani Iwahu. She's a Cherokee chief, and she's also a Buddhist teacher. She is the founder of the only Tibetan Buddhist nunnery in the United States. It's the... Um, Vajra Dakini Nunnery in Vermont and she is a beautiful teacher her website is uh, you can go to sunray.org and learn about the Cherokee teachings there sunray.org and you can find her on Facebook as well Venerable Dahani Iwahu Y-W A-H-O-O and she's written some gorgeous books that you can also find at Amazon.com. And her teachings are totally in alignment with A Course of Miracles. When I uh, I sent her a copy of the Course of Miracles many years ago, and she said, "Yep, it's a path to enlightenment." And you know, I like to remind people that in the beginning of a Course of Miracles, Jesus says, "This is not the only path; it's just the fastest." So if you really are interested in waking up, if you're willing to do the work, that's the key. Course of Miracles, work it. Work it. You don't even have to believe it. Just do it. Oh, my God. It's so great. So great to finally find a text that just is so clear. It tells you, just do it. You don't even have to believe it. Just stick with me, kid. Just stick with me. I love it. So it's time for me to go to a break. Again, I'm reminding you JenniferHadley.com for the details about my Finding Freedom class, my seven-week spiritual boot camp class. We start next week. July 18th, seven weeks of healing negative patterns, changing our mind. We're going to get it done. I am sharing with you in this class exactly the things that I did that helped me so, so much. You can find freedom in your heart and mind. That's where it's located And there's so much great stuff on the Finding Freedom page there at jenniferhadley.com. So please go take a look and check it out. And I will be right back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles at Unity Online Radio, where we love to walk the talk and live the love. Yes, we do. I'll be right back.
0: Amazon.com or your favorite bookseller. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes?
2: So we're back, and we're talking about healing negative patterns. Yes. And what is amazing to me in my own healing experience is that I've been able to be so successful. I have really been able to undo patterns that were so thick in my mind. I truly, truly believed that they could never, ever be undone. I really thought they were who I was. That's how identified with them I was. I had no idea of the healing that was possible. And this is why I teach the way that I do. One of the things I notice about many spiritual teachers is they... Uh, many of them appear to still have so many issues that they feel ashamed of that they don't really tell the truth, or so it seems. And this was me. So I used to pretend I was happier than I was. I used to pretend I was more peaceful than I was. I used to pretend that I had more insight than I did. For instance, I really thought I understood the law of cause and effect, and now I understand that until I began, until I was willing to dedicate myself to living it, I couldn't understand. How can you understand the law of cause and effect and still Use your mind to create suffering and then blame it on somebody else. You don't understand the law of cause and effect. If you are blaming anything on anyone, you do not understand the law of cause and effect. And it's good to know that. It is good to know that. So I literally had the spiritual teachers teaching me about the law of cause and effect, and they're still complaining about other, what others are doing to them. So the people who were teaching me the law of cause and effect, they didn't really understand it. So I didn't even have any awareness that anyone would really go for it. I just didn't know anyone who was really doing that until I met my teacher, Venerable Dahani Iwahu. And she is interested and in actively living a life where her mind is only choosing to energize thoughts that are loving. She is exemplifying, cultivating a pure and pristine awareness. And when I started to spend some time with her I had an experience where I I began to really say okay I'm going for it I'm going for it she can do it I can do it I because we're one with each other so she is my model of what is possible for me all right she is working it out. She is she she's got a weight, head start on me, but we're not in a competition. I'm glad she has a head start on me. She can walk with me and hold my hand. And so I have leaned into her as a teacher. And I had an experience one time when she was teaching about the law of cause and effect. Very casually, someone had said something uh, on a break from a teaching where um, they were energizing something negative, but they weren't paying attention. And Venerable said, yeah, you don't want to use your words to energize anything that you wouldn't like to see made manifest. Well, I know that, but in that moment, I had such a great willingness to know it with every fiber of my being. That's what I had been praying fervently for for months and months and months. And so when she said it in that moment, I had an awakening And literally, I felt like a squeegee went from the top of my auric field all the way down to the bottom. And it cleared out any thought that it is okay to give myself permission to energize anything that I really would not want to see made manifest. And this is the law of cause and effect that is taught to us in A Course in Miracles And so I'm really inviting you to study this. Chapter 2, Section 7, Cause and Effect. You may still complain about fear, but you nevertheless persist in making yourself fearful. This is Jesus talking to us. I've already indicated that you cannot ask me to release you from fear. I know it does not exist, but you do not If I intervened between your thoughts and their results, I would be tampering with a basic law of cause and effect. The most fundamental law there is. I would hardly help you if I depreciated the power of your own thinking. You see, he's our elder brother helping us. I would hardly help you if I depreciated the power of your own thinking. This would be in direct opposition to the purpose of this course. It is much more helpful to remind you that you do not guard your thoughts carefully enough. You may feel that at this point it would take a miracle to enable you to do this, which is perfectly true. And as a side note, as a side note, you are entitled to miracles, so you're entitled to the miracle that would help you to realize that this is true. It's that he says, "You are not used to miracle-minded thinking, but you can be trained to think that way. All miracle workers need that kind of training. I cannot let you leave your mind unguarded, unguarded, or you will not be able to help me." So he's promising right there to help you guard your mind. He's always with us if we choose to recognize it. Miracle working entails a full realization of the power of thought in order to avoid miscreation. This is critical. Miracle working entails a full realization of the power of thought in order to avoid miscreation. Otherwise, a miracle will be necessary to set the mind itself straight. A circular process that would not foster the time collapse... For which the miracle was intended. The miracle worker must have genuine respect for true cause and effect as a necessary condition for the miracle to occur. So if you are waiting for your miracle to occur, you must have genuine respect for true cause and effect, which means you must take responsibility for what you see and what you experience. Bottom line, Course in Miracles, take responsibility for everything you see. Recognize all thoughts produce form at some level. Form is your experience. Form is how you feel. Recognize that you are already the Christ Presence and the only reason you don't know it is because you choose to believe something else. The only thing that stands between you and your awakening is the Judgments. The opinions that you prefer to think instead of the truth. The minute you are more interested in the truth than your judgments and opinions, your awakening begins to skyrocket. As Jesus says to us over and over again, it's only a matter of time, and time is not real. You can take as much time as you want. You know, in the movie The Matrix, there's the guy... Can't remember his name. Who who sells out Neo and, and uh, uh, the team? And why does he do it? He's, he says, "You know what? Sometimes I just want to have a steak. He doesn't want to eat the goo, right? That they <laughs> eat. The rebels eat. So he's like, you know, I think I'd like to be famous. I'd be a celebrity. Be wealthy." And eat the steak. That's what I'm interested in. And on some level, along the way in our journey, we became enamored of our own opinions and judgments. And instead of being free, we decided, I'd rather be famous. I'd rather be eating the steak. The Matrix Man, that movie tells it like it is. It really is our story. So, hear this. The miracle worker must have genuine respect for true cause and effect as a necessary condition for the miracle to occur. If you don't have genuine respect that all of your thoughts are producing form if you think any experience in your life was produced by someone else's thinking you don't have genuine respect for true cause and effect you're in blame both miracles and fear come from thoughts if you are free to choose if you are not free to choose one you would also not be free to choose the other so you can choose miracles or you can choose fear by choosing the miracle, you have rejected fear, if only temporarily. You have been fearful of everyone and everything. You are afraid of God, of me, and of yourself. You have misperceived or miscreated us and believe in what you have made. You would not have done this if you were not afraid of your own thoughts. The fearful must be miscreate because they misperceive creation. When you miscreate, you are in pain. The cause and effect principle now becomes a real expediter, though only temporarily. So, The key to fear, it says here, is it has already been said that you believe you cannot control fear because you yourself made it. And your belief in it seems to render it out of your control. Yet, any attempt to resolve the error through attempting the mastery of fear is useless. The cause of all fear is the stinking thinking. That's what it is. It's always going to be that. So, the course correction, thought by thought is the healing of the negative patterns. What I'm going to share in this workshop this weekend saved my life, and I'm really looking forward to sharing it with you. So much is available for us. Let us claim it. Let us claim the miracle. Let us have a genuine respect For the law of cause and effect. Let us take true responsibility and let us realize that the negative patterns that seem so thick, that seem to imprison us, that seem to destroy our happiness, they are not powerful. We are powerful because we can change our mind. That is the power that we have, and no one can take it from us. So grateful and so thankful. Yes, yes, yes. Let us... End with a blessing and a prayer. I invite you to place your hand on your heart and let us give great thanks that we can change our mind. Let us give great thanks that we can take total responsibility. Let us be so grateful and so thankful that love is all that there is and all that we are. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Remember, Finding Freedom, my seven week spiritual boot camp class starts on July 18th. And there's all kinds of free downloads and things on the Finding Freedom for You page for you right now at jenniferhadley.com. I love you. Be with you next week.
3: Music speaks louder than words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your hosts, Reverends Dale Worley and Christy Snow, are alive with the Spirit of God and singing their love to you each Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music—it's the only thing that the whole world listens to.
2: Music speaks louder than
0: words
2: when you sing.
1: Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso, according to an ancient Hindu teaching. If you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened.
0: This meditative moment is brought to
2: you by Unity.